with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney, Hello. Matt DeBurse. Hi, Chris. It's the podcast after the broadcast. Whoa, Matt's sore today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to say, the groin is very tight. I'll take your word for it. We're not going anywhere <laughs> near it. Jack, you've never smelled hockey equipment before. No. Uh, that's just unbelievable. You don't. You have no clue what that smell is like. No, I've tried to avoid it my entire life, but that's all going to change. <laughs> have you, like any organized sports where you have to keep your gear in a bag? Have you ever sweat before? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see you in a fitness class. Yeah, no, I do, but I wash my clothes. Like, I don't leave them in the car. Yeah. Yeah. But like the thing about hockey equipment is it's hard to put all of it in the wash. That's after the thing. You use. can't just put it in the machine. But I've always heard about all my hockey mom friends and all the hockey boys in school always talking about their equipment, but I just never smelt it. Oh, it, stink. it stinks. So on the next show, we're going to do some uh, searching for Edmonton's smelliest bags, so to speak. And of course, when it comes to, uh, you know, exercise equipment or exercise clothes and things like that, once again, I actually shower with my exercise clothes on. <laughs> and so then weird. I, I put some shampoo in it with my you know, with my shampoo and I'm shampooing my hair and then I just hang them out and use them again the next day. So it Do you notice sense. your clothes wearing a little, a little quicker? Well, it's... Like, are they stiff after the shower? It's a, No, not bad. They feel good. It's no, like, they're silky pantene soft. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fancy shampoo. Yeah. yeah, and my shirt doesn't have dandruff either. It works Perfect. great. Rinse, lather, and repeat. It's a redneck shower and a wash. That's how you wash your clothes. Anyway, uh, so that's what's coming up on the show. We're going to talk about soreness. We're going to talk about uh, the furthest distance you've ever traveled uh, because you forgot something. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, there's some stories. And, man, you know, you make those trips and those hours back, you, you'll never get that time back, right? Brendan's got a great call. Don't skip to it. Yeah. You have to listen to everything before it. Yeah. But it's a definitely one you got to hear. Best okay. call of the day. Okay, got it. It's all coming up. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. Fog this morning on your way in. Increasing cloud throughout the day and windy, a high of plus two. But keep in mind, as we mentioned before, there is still an air quality advisory. Stagnant winter weather conditions are creating elevated pollution levels. The Oilers' super skills was yesterday that Connor McDavid missed because he was sick. Hopefully, he's healthy enough to play against Buffalo tonight at Rogers Place. And if you took in the Byzantine Winter Festival this weekend and thought, hey, it's pretty busy, you were right. In fact, they had record-breaking crowds. Over 60,000 people were in attendance for its 12th year. They say the warm weather helped. I heard they were like 150 volunteers short too. Um, and they just, uh, you know, they asked for some people at the end of the day and everybody just showed up. There was like 200 volunteers. Amazing. And Edmonton always rallies around that stuff. So good yes. for you. Yeah. Well, it's official. After months of speculation, Maroon 5 is confirmed to headline the 2019 Super Bowl, performing alongside Maroon 5 or Travis Scott and Atlanta native Big Boy of Outcast. You were shaking your head. I don't like Maroon 5 one little bit. No. I like Big Boy though. That'll be good. <laughs> All right, good. How come they didn't ask for your opinion? I don't understand why. Like oh. the first person to ask, Matt. See, of course. I'm not a big rock guy, but I like Maroon 5, so that makes sense. Like they're trying to appeal to a broader yeah. audience. Yeah. I get that. So, yeah. All right. You got big boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got my big boy. <laughs> well, you might want to check out your local thrift store this week. By now, you've probably heard about the Marie Kondo craze. It's a show on Netflix that encourages you to tidy up everything from your closet to your kitchen all over the house. Well, people are going crazy and donating like never before. One store in the States saw a 300% jump in donations. She makes you take out. She organizes all weird. I've seen a few of these um, mm-hmm. uh, shows called Tidy yeah. Up. 
And one of the things she does is you have to hold everything before you throw it out. And if it doesn't spark a joy, as she says, <laughs> you throw it out. And you have to thank everything. So if you throw out a thank you shirt, and then you put it in the thrift pile, and you pick up the next piece, oh, joy, and you get to keep it. One of my girlfriends was talking about doing this, and her husband was thanking his holy underwear. And she was like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, just watch it on Netflix. You'll understand. Yeah. Wow. All right. So there you go. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know this morning. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay, let's do this. It's uh, Jim Gaffigan. Uh, he is awesome. He's coming to Roger's place, and it's uh, on January 18th, so that's just uh, well, the end of this week, right? You're Friday? correct. You got it. Got it. Your chance to win tickets right now. That's not the answer to the question. <laughs> the question is, about 13% of parents have admitted to falling asleep standing up here new parents 13% of them admitted to falling asleep standing up here you guys are both new parents you've probably been there before you know how you you don't get a whole bunch of sleep I think before I was a parent I did this okay where do you fall asleep standing up if you're a new parent you're listening to the kiss and country Chris Jack and Matt podcast we're looking for an answer to the too early for a question question this morning. Jim Gaffigan tickets up for grabs. All right, Josh, you're up first. Uh, 13% of new parents have admitted to falling asleep standing up here. Where is here? Uh, probably at the side of the crib. Oh, interesting. <laughs> just please go to sleep. <laughs> just yeah. hanging on to the crib and just staring down. You know what? It's not at the side of the crib, but that is a really, really good one. Because parents don't have to go to the crib anymore because these new parents have these video cameras, so they can just watch the kids oh, yeah. from afar. It's great. Yeah. 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 I just put them in the other room and then set it and forget it. Bye. <laughs> See you guys. Hello. Good morning. Hi, who's this? This is Lori. Lori, what do you think? Uh, church. Church? 13 percent of people fell asleep standing up at church. <laughs> yeah, that's embarrassing if you stand like if you ever started to snore in church. Oh boy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's why you always funny. gotta pair up in church so somebody can slap you away. <laughs> and sit in the back. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks. Have Bye-bye. a good day. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. About 13% of new parents have admitted to falling asleep standing up in this location. What's this location? Is it the shower? It is the shower. You know it. It's mm-hmm. it been mon- there. It was Monday. It was an e- You know what? We wanted to have a little bit easier question. Have you ever fallen asleep in the shower, Jen? Uh, maybe doze off. Doze off? Yeah. Just put your head right yeah. up against that, uh, you know, that porcelain and just kind of go, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Jen, I'm going to give you a shower hack. What you need to do is find a plastic oh. chair and put it in the shower. A sit-down shower <laughs> is a game changer. You don't even use the chair. You actually just sit down, don't you? Sometimes. It's... <laughs> Jan, what do you think about sitting down showering? Oh. <laughs> well, you still have those benches in the showers. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Right? So the problem is the way I'm built. If I sat down in the shower, a lot of me wouldn't get washed then. It'd just, like, it'd just be like having a machine shed over top of everything. <laughs> <laughs> a Quonset, as we learned earlier in the month. Jan, you're going to Jim Gaffigan, and his jokes will be a lot funnier than ours on January 18th, which is coming up this week. Perfect, thanks. Yay. There you go. Coming up in moments, Matt has never been this sore. Why? Well, we'll tell you, and we'll also be looking for your sore stories on the way. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jack and Matt went to the mountains on the weekend, Jasper, in January. Uh, the conditions were great. The weather was fantastic. It was a great weekend. Beautiful. When's the last time you snowboarded? Eight years ago, <laughs> maybe. Right. I watched my daughter do it when she was young, and I, I couldn't believe like how stubborn she was to just figure it out, because it doesn't matter how good you are at it. That first couple of times, it's going to be a tough go. Oh, yeah. Learning is hard. Your yeah. butt's going to be sore. Exactly. But anyway, you got back on the snowboard, and it was pretty good, but... 
I can't walk. Yeah. Aww. You know how like you get off a horse sometimes after riding a horse and you're bow legged? Yes. Same thing. Like my groin and my glutes mm. are a burning. And day two is even worse than uh, day one. Makes mm. sense. Makes sense. And in a couple of days, you'll probably be even worse. The question this morning is, I don't know if it's about skiing or snowboarding or anything like that, but what have you done that's made you the sorest in your life? Jack, have you ever done anything that's made you sore? Not so much sports related, which I know might be shocking, but um, workout related. My very first bar class, mm. and it's a lot of squats. It's a lot of like up, down, up, down, pointing your toes. Yeah. And I was so sore. I couldn't even walk. It was that groin and thighs. And when you can't go to the bathroom the next day, I'm so happy. I'm like, yes, this means I did something good to myself. When you're getting on there, you got the toilet shakes, I call. You're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> trying to get off and on the toilet. Yeah. Your, your legs are just like, kaka, kaka, kaka. I love that pain. The toilet shakes. All right. What about you? What is the sorest thing you've ever done? And it doesn't have to necessarily be workout related. I mean, it could just be something completely ridiculously different than Painting. that. Moving. Painting. Moving. I don't know. Yeah. Text us yes. at 103939 or give us a call 7804211. Painting, yeah, reaching up high, yeah, right, or down low. Uh, we'd love to hear from you this morning. We have some prizes we're randomly giving away too. We still have some line code tickets to give away. Uh, give us a call. Tell us what you've done to make yourself sore. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But anyway, Jasper in January, Matt was doing snowboarding. He's very sore today. So we're looking for the sorest you've ever been. Yes, Melinda texted and says, the sorest that I've ever been was 10 years ago when I got run over by a cow. I was working with cows one winter morning and I was just in the wrong place. She bowled me over, stepped on me to boot, three cracked ribs and sore for a month. Can you imagine that people actually do that on purpose in the rodeo? <laughs> like, I'm going to get on that bull. Yeah, exactly. No All right, Corey, what about you? When I started snowboarding years ago, it was the same thing. I went through an entire tin attack, tiger bomb, and a hot tub. <laughs> yes. When you go, that's th- hot. When you when you wear out a yeah. hot tub, that's that's serious yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, no, it, I, I can believe that made him sore. Oh yeah. Yeah. You smell like rub A five three five everywhere you go. Yeah. It's invigorating. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I didn't know I had muscles in my rear end. You find you have muscles in places you don't have muscles. <laughs> like, Where to How yeah. does my groin get so sore? I don't understand. Your feet are together. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country, Chris Jack. And Matt podcast. Talking about the sorest you've ever been, Matt uh, went uh, snowboarding in Jasper this weekend. He's a little sore, to put it mildly, and uh, we're asking about your sore stories. Megan texts in and says, I play on the O-line for the Edmonton Storm, an all-female tackle football team, and the sorest I've ever been was after a game against Calgary. I was so sore that I needed a straw to drink my beer because I couldn't lift my arms. My eyelashes were even aching. Ooh. I mean, O line's a tough position to play because you're always getting contact. When your eyelashes hurt, that's not a good sign. Larry, <laughs> what about you? Oh, one time at the gym, I overdid it on my legs and uh, really pulled something. Yeah. Huh? And uh, I found out about this stuff called Diclavan, ten percent in a honey cream. Put that stuff on, and you can go to work the next day. Diclavan? Diclavan. It's a uh, non-steroidal uh, anti. Inflammatory. They usually want to give you like 5%, ask them for 10% in the honey cream, put that on, and boom, your inflammation gone. Okay. Well, it's fun to and, say. Like Voltaren's got 0.03 of it. Oh, okay. So wow. this is like next level. <laughs> short, they always on the label, they can't put the whole thing. Yeah. So they just shorten the dick of that. 
<laughs> Give me some of that Diclovin cream. Hmm. You don't want to put it there. Then you, you won't get any rice. Huh? Uh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like Matt's been a Diclovan his whole life. <laughs> I'm not a 5%er, though. I'm more of a 90% Diclovan. If you're ever planning to go to Mexico, Corey's got a story and a warn you. How you can actually get sore on holidays. It's coming up. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The sorest you've ever been. Yes, Corey. Last year, we're in Mexico in Mazalan. I Just before I went for a hip replacement surgery. So I decided to start the morning off a little early, yep. like everybody else. Yep. So walking by the kiddie pool with a, with a handful of drinks and tequila shots. Next thing you know, my, my left foot slip goes sideways. I go the other way. I hear something crack in my hip. <laughs> I'll tell you, I've never been so freaking sore in my uh, life. And, I'm, and one thing is, I didn't use Dick Levan cream because I used freaking tequila to fix it. <laughs> and it was free. No, I paid $2,000 per person. So, yeah, I drank $2,000 worth of tequila. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, talking about the sorest you have ever been because uh, Matt was snowboarding on the weekend after an eight year hiatus from that wonderful. It is fantastic. It really so is. So fun, but, but I'm paying for it. I love skiing. I, I get little short skis now because they're easier to get a maneuver with. It looks ridiculous when you got a big, giant, fat man on You're little on skis. You're on snow blades? Well, not snow blades, but the short, I get the shortest ones I can because I don't need to go fast anymore. I just want to be able to turn, like, safely, right? So <laughs> it's it's sad. But, I'd love to see Chris on skis. Yeah. I would, too. What yeah. a spectacle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'd see him. But you get, you get to that point in your life where you're like, just please don't get hurt, please don't get hurt, please don't get hurt, and... Uh, we're looking for the source that you've ever been. Yes, earlier we were talking about Dick Levan. It's actually Dick Lefenic. Somebody mm. texted in, so okay. good to know. Yeah. Phil also texted and says, this might sound crazy, but watching my wife give birth made me so sore. I was watching and my groin has never been that sore. Don't know how they do it. I've been there. I know. I had a real sore back after all those hours of labor with Karen okay? too. Barely yeah. made it, Aww. but thank you for asking. Good. It's a wise thing not to mention it, though, guys, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> you're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But did you know, fun fact about your tailbone, Jack? Yes. When you give birth, um, as a woman, if you lay down on your back, when that baby comes out, it actually flips your tailbone up and you need to get it put down again. <laughs> do, Which, like, any physiotherapist can do this for do you. Do they do that in the hospital? They should, but they don't. So what happens when your tailbone's flipped up? Does, does it allow you to sit better? Like, I would Yeah, think- it just makes you... It, it, affects your posture. Your tail doesn't work as well. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to put it. It's just like, yeah, your posture is affected. Can you see it coming out the back of your jeans? No. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know. Jumanji style? <laughs> I couldn't really see. But okay. I don't think so. But I did notice a change in my posture for the better when my physiotherapist put it back down. Yeah, finally, your hunch is gone. I've noticed yes, too. Yes, yes. It's just such a visual of this thing flipped and nobody up Nobody talks about up. it, but it your tailbone gets flipped up. <laughs> this is a real thing. I can do a little fact checking, but I'll believe you for now. <laughs> okay. I wonder if guys' tailbones can get flipped up. Like, if I, you... It sounds like anybody's could with enough force. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, guys. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have your X-Lax every day, you could flip the tailbone. <laughs> I think I've had a couple Just of tailbone flippers before. Just if you do that on your back, you Okay. Guys. Oh, that's right. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Well, times that you haven't won and you've forgotten something and you've had to go back for it. How far have you had to go back? A Kathleen texts in and says, I was going to school in another province and I came home for reading week and on my way back, I forgot my winter coat. My dad ended up greyhounding it to me. Mm. She said he sent it freight, so it was just 30 bucks. No, that's not, that's not bad, so bad. Yeah, yeah good and to know. When we used to have greyhound, yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
maybe Red Arrow. All right. This person says, on a trip to France, once I accidentally left my phone on the tour bus. Needless to say, I never saw it again because it was a little too far to go back. You mourn for the phone, but there's other phones out there. Sometimes you do have to go back, Keith. So it wasn't me, but it was a buddy that I was talking to last week. We were just kind of catching up over the holidays. And uh, he went down to Texas to see his sister with his girlfriend. And um, they flew back to Edmonton, got their luggage, went to go start the truck and realized she didn't have her jacket or the keys. Yes, yes, yes. The keys, the keys. Mm -hmm. So he bought the next plane ticket out to go back down. (laughs) Grabbed the jacket, grabbed the keys, and flew back. <laughs> oh, man. What a trip. Uh, let's just hop on this plane real quick, get those keys. Like, like, yeah, exactly. It'd be a little expensive, but, I mean, it was his only set of keys. Yes. And they live up past Redwater, so, like, an Uber or taxi is not really a question. Right. Oh, boy. Right, right. Wow. What Do you remember what the flight cost to go back? I never asked. No. <laughs> Smart. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Yeah, we're talking about the farthest you've ever had to go back because you forgot something. Some crazy stories. People have gone like like hundreds of miles and hours and hours because Worth they it. forgot something. Worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you don't have a choice. As a man of convenience, I hate this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alex, who works really hard behind the scenes here, all the fun contests that we do and all the prizes, they're because of her, ladies it's and gentlemen. It's true. Thank you, Alex. I'm going to set you guys uh, or set you up so they like you first because I don't know if they're going <laughs> to after you tell your story. You're right. Huge dog lover, Alex, but uh, sometimes things happen, right? What happened? Yeah, so we were moving to a new house, and it was pretty far away, and we were driving back and forth, picking up a bunch of our last-minute things in our garage and everything, and we finally got to our new house, and I looked at my dad, and I was like, do you have the dog? Hmm. Like, where's Joe? And he was like, well, I thought you guys had Joe. And I was like, well, we don't have Joe. Mm-hmm. And so the poor little guy was left in our backyard all alone for mm-hmm. a few hours. Is it like a... 127 hours. He's probably just like documenting. <laughs> 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 he doesn't lose an arm. <laughs> well, I was going to say, that's a bad story, but it could be way worse. Like National Lampoon's vacation, right? When you forget the dog on the bumper. Like that's Ooh, way worse. Yeah. So, you know, Ooh. you're not that bad You did good, all. Alex. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, and ever since then, he would not leave our side while packing the vehicle. I wonder Aww. why. Yeah. <laughs> Every time somebody leaves with a box, he leaves too. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But right now we're talking about the furthest you've ever been. Oh, I think a lot of people can relate to this story. Okay, Diane, so you're leaving for a, well, leaving on an airplane from the international airport from Redwater. You're almost at the airport, and your husband says, He says, So you have all the passports, right? Mm. I said, I have my passport. Oh, no. And he says, well, you don't have mine. And I went, no, you're a big boy. I'm sure you can Mm. handle your own passport. And so he says, well, just a sec, I'm sure. So he pulls over and he looks and he goes, oh, crap, I I forgot my passport. We had to go all the way back because we were going to the U.S. We had to go all the way back. And by the time we got to Edmonton, of course, our plane was gone. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I was so... You know, you, you know what's funny right now? Because the people that are listening, 50% of them are saying, you know what, you were right. The other 50 are men are saying, how could you have not brought his passport with you? Because that's actually, you know, you can't trust a man or anything on that. You can can't. You? No. Passport, no passport. That drive back to Redwater must have been <laughs> icy. I think you should have just gone and at least saved one flight. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Uh, but right now we're talking about the longest uh, distance you've ever traveled back for something because you forgot it. Got this text. I remember arriving out to Wabaman on a campsite and started to set up camp. I pulled out the beer, the cooler, but no tent poles. So we mm. drove back for them and we were at the campsite for just 10 minutes. That's rough. <laughs> what need, is that, an hour and a bit? You need the tent poles. Yeah, exactly. Oh. All right. What about you, Maureen? Back in the 70s, headed on a camping trip. All of us cousins were between, say, 8 and 12. And you remember those old truck campers that sat on the back of the truck and you could go between the cab and the, and yep. the camper? So those are the campers we had. And on the way back, I think from Penticton, we stopped at, you know, bathroom breaks. So everybody piles out of the truck and the campers, it looks like a clown car. Mm-hmm. And we all went to the bathroom and then we all crawl back in and start driving. And, you know, three, four hours later, my, my uncle keeps trying to speed up beside my dad and he's waving and waving and finally we open the windows and someone yells out hey you got Paula? And we're like no, no we thought you had Paula so nobody had Paula. Paula was eight and she was back three, four hours behind us. Oh my goodness like hours away. Right so this is before cell phones. Yeah exactly. Yeah. Drove three hours back to go get Better. And when you got and when you got to Paula, how was she? Mad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very angry. I'd hate to be Makes the guy sense. that had to make what, making the phone call to the RCMP. Yeah. Um, <laughs> officer, <Hi. laughs> don't report us, but <laughs> exactly. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jack, you don't really know the smell. You don't know the no, smell. The, I the, don't. And the smelliest piece of your hockey equipment is the gloves, I think. Guaranteed. Absolutely. Gloves. They just, hockey gloves. The leather reek. gloves. The leather gloves and the sweat is a combination. I, I remember when Carter was playing um, midget hockey, sometimes the bench would be like near the stands. And you're like, when they, we have the, the, just the, the smell of the whole game was just reeking from these what guys. What is it? Like, like moldy towels? No, it's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sweetness to it. Sweet? You go to an old barn, like mm. these new ranks, yeah, they all smell like sanitized. Yeah. You go to an old place like Joseph Berg yeah. or you know, yeah. somewhere like that. You go into their locker rooms, there couldn't be a soul in there, yeah. but it still reeks. Yeah, it's that oh. smell. You can smell the uh, awesome cheeseburger and you can smell the awesome... <laughs> Vinegar for the fries exactly. and B.O. Oh, it's so <laughs> disgusting. Okay. So there's a local company that, that sell these pogs. They're they're amazing and they basically are little ozonators and you put them in your equipment. And it's funny, a bunch of NHL teams are using them, NFL teams. I think the Green Bay Packers are using them even for their... Really? Yeah. So uh, anyway, it's gone next level. So you get these ozonators and you put them in and we... We want to give somebody one of those ozonators. Um, well, I was going to say today, but actually tomorrow. So what we need is we need to find Edmonton's smelliest bags, <laughs> hockey bags. And You're uh, out there, stinky people. What you <laughs> Man, woman, it doesn't matter. They're, like no. women, female hockey players, they stink just as bad. Yeah, it's that sweaty, smelly, exactly. Sweet so, smell. And maybe you're somebody that plays uh, beer league hockey and you never, ever air your equipment out. You just always close it up and then leave it outside in your truck, it, outside so it's always just frozen. So then it thaws when you put it on. You know it's that. It's a slow burn. Like, you're like as it, as it defrosts, <laughs> it gets stinkier that and stinkier. disgusting. <laughs> it is. And it's wet and soggy and smelly. <laughs> Karen, my wife, just cannot stand the smell of stinky hockey equipment. She really can't. So anyway, this would be perfect. I think there's a lot of hockey moms out there that would love to do this. So if you got a smelly hockey bag, what we need you to do is, are they going to text us mm-hmm. at yep. 103.939? Tell us about your smelly bag, <laughs> and we're going to randomly choose three of those people. But you have to be able to bring your smelly bag to the station just after 8 o'clock tomorrow morning because then we're going to have a smelly bag off. 
and we're going to smell these bags, and Matt's going to be the judge, and he's going to determine it. So, I know a stinky bag. Yeah, the, the stinkiest <laughs> bag is going to win the pog, and uh, which makes sense, and also Oilers tickets as well to an upcoming game, which would be awesome. But just for being involved, you're going to win tickets to see the Hunter Brothers at Cook County Saloon. So everybody's a winner. It's perfect. Yeah, exactly. But we need smelly bags, okay? So text us now at 103939. It could be a little person. Normally it happens after puberty, like the real smell. Like when they're, okay. when they're little. They're like six, seven. You go to a room of 13-year-olds, they just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Jack doesn't know the smell. No. I, I feel bad for you, really. I don't. Well, you're going to know the smell <laughs> tomorrow. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Quick card minor hockey week. So the kids are playing and uh, we're looking and it doesn't have to be just a hockey bag either. Like there's some smelly hockey bags that we're, uh, we're, we're hearing about. Again, there's this wonderful invention. These ozonator things are little, these little pogs and you just stick them in the bag and they just uh, suck all the smell out. It's really amazing. Thank goodness they invented them. And uh, pogstore.com is where you can actually buy them. If you use the promo code, just pocket, you can actually save 10 bucks right now. And, uh, nice. but we want to give somebody one. So you need to text us at one three nine three nine If you're able to come to the station about eight o'clock, tomorrow morning with your smelly bag and uh, we're going to uh, give the smelliest bag a pog oiler tickets and uh, everybody that brings their smelly bags in are going to win tickets to uh, the Hunter Brothers at Cook County Saloon but uh, Jack you said you, you're not familiar with the smell people are really painting quite a picture aren't oh they? thank you for your descriptions this person says the only way to best describe the smell is a combination of dirty sweat socks and a dead rodent <laughs> I hope you never have to experience it first it's not like a corpse <laughs> somebody said Matt you have a nasal problem if you think it smells sweet no it does it's like this like weird Weird, disgust, sweetness. Sweet. It's- yeah, it's more sour than sweet, I think. Yeah. Oh. Mm. There's a person in my daughter's boyfriend. He plays beer league hockey and leaves the bag in the truck all the time. The smell is unrealistic. Unrealistic? <laughs> yeah. yeah if you, like, if you have a pickup, you're okay. You can throw it in the back. But in the cab and it oh, gets hot. Like, or in the back of the minivan, if, if you t- pick up a couple more kids and there's like three of them, and it's like before the game, it's okay. It's the after the game It's stench. after. And yeah. then those kids shower, so it's just like the commingling of B.O. and old sweat. It's just ugh. Sweet. <laughs> and like lots of female stink too yeah. and lots of those texts yeah. uh, yes they said my daughters they play lacrosse um and yeah it's the worst <laughs> okay all right well you know what we're looking for smelly bags text us at 103939 if you're able to come in just after eight we'll make it worth your while we promise uh you know beer league whatever league uh and you know yeah, ringette or football i understand roller derby <laughs> roller mm-hmm. derby yeah. it was in there yeah we saw well, hey, those girls got a sweat, sweat too. I guess. Somebody else said, my husband on the rigs, invert. That is very true. Yeah. That invert smell is so strong. Okay. But it's so, kind of like gasoline. So. Okay. <laughs> so so Jack kind of likes it. <laughs> it's a turn on for Jack. She smells invert and she goes crazy. That's <laughs> the smell of money. <laughs> Texas at three nine three nine. If you could be here at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning with your smelly bag, you could be the smelly bag, the smelliest bag in Edmonton. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Holy cow, everybody's got <laughs> hockey equipment stories. Somebody just texted, I'm not sure who this is, new phone, who dis, one of those kind of things, but <laughs> somebody texted me and said, good morning, my 13-year-old son plays goalie and refuses to air out his glove and blocker so the palms don't get dry and hard. 
I uh, sometimes sneak the stuff out and dry it in the house because it smells like a slaughterhouse <laughs> after the game. Whoa. His hand stinks so bad from wet leather that uh, a shower doesn't even help. I remember that. Like, you couldn't even get the stench off your hands with soap and no. Yeah. You know, you've this watched a hockey so game bad. before, Jack, right? Yeah. You know how when they get in the scrum and they're always, like, putting their gloves in each other's face? Yeah, yeah I have one seen is, that. One is because it's it sucks. <laughs> yeah. like, you don't want a hand in your face. Yeah. Also because it reeks. Yeah. Oh. You get one of those uh, fingers right up the nostril. It's not good for you. Although, I bet you the NHL gloves don't stink. Like, they're constantly Oh, because they just stuff. hand them to a trainer. He puts them on a drying rack before periods. Yeah, it's For pretty, real? Oh, pretty, yeah. Wow. And, like, oh, they go through gloves. Like, they can do whatever they like. It's right? pretty awesome. There was some football over the weekend, kind of related, sports-related. Uh, the NFL uh, playoffs were going on. Did you hear about the Kansas City Chiefs, Jeff Allen? No. He, he actually was going to the game, and there's a big storm in Kansas City, and he got stuck with his uh, vehicle on his way to the game. And so some uh, random good, uh, good, you know, good person stopped and pushed him out. And uh, he thought that was pretty nice. He got to the game. The Chiefs ended up winning. Life was good. Uh, but he didn't get the guy's, the guy's name or anything like that. So he tweeted before the game, hey, <laughs> this guy did this. He was driving this kind of vehicle. I want to give him tickets to the game. And uh, it all worked out. And the guy got tickets to watch him play. So there you go. I'm Sweet. thinking about it. 40 if, uh, people didn't claim that they had that car well, and were there yeah. at the same time. They probably did. But somehow he, he nailed it. But I'm just thinking someday there's a big snowstorm, right? And uh, the order's got a game. And Matt, you see Connor McDavid. He's got his. Can you imagine? I'm just going to be doing laps around Roger's place. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for Connor. I'll push him into the ditch and then help him get out. <laughs> Do we just become best friends, Connor? Hasn't he been through enough? Don't push, him in the, don't push him in the ditch. But related to that, I was thinking about Jesse Pooley-Arvey, who was a, a young Edmonton Oiler last year at the end of the season when he left the, the arena with his uh, garbage bag full of equipment because you heard this story. You oh, know yeah. This I knew story. the guy who t- gave yeah, a run. he's Walking. There's Jesse Pooley-Arvey here, the Oilers, walking with his garbage bag full of equipment. And uh, basically, he did he ask for a ride or did they no, stop the guy and pulled ask over him? like, hey, Jesse, you want a ride? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in the truck. Really? Didn't live far away. I, I kind of know the building he lives in. Yeah. It's like only a few blocks away. Yeah. They went and then like took a video and like, yes, he's just in there smiling his big, you know, <laughs> weird dog smile. He's, he's got this garbage bag full of equipment. Uh, we should ask him if it's stunk. Then we'd know. Anyway, yeah. there you go. You just never know. Help your sports uh, sports guys out. Get him yeah. to the game. You see Connor McDavid, give him a lift. All okay. Right. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. We're talking about the sorest you've ever been. Oh, my goodness. Years ago, I was helping an old boyfriend and his family clear brush. Well, I ended up getting whacked upside the head with a huge branch. My glasses went flying, and I was worried they ended up in the fire, and the top of my ear hurt for days. Well, I ended up getting it checked out, and my glasses ended up cutting the top of my ear, and the doctor said I had a concussion that I should have had checked out days before. I guess I lived to tell the story, so I survived. Yikes. Have you ever had, like, the top of your ear, like, your ear actually cut or, like, scraped or something? No. It's, like, severely sensitive, so I think I know what they're talking about there. Mm. Getting a lot of fist fights? Cut yeah. up your ears? No. <laughs> Rug- rugby, no big deal. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. All right, my brother Jason, this is scary. He's uh, <laughs> He's got a story about you got bucked off by your horse. You went to the chiropractor. So I go into him, and I'm like, I don't know if my butt really hurts. So he checks me all over, and he tells me, uh, yeah, you broke your tailbone like bad. It's broke off. <gasps> and I'm like, the worst pain that you can be in, right? <laughs> and he looks at me, and I stand up, and we're looking at each other, and he says, there is a way that I can fix this, but uh, you don't want me to do it any more than I want to do it. And I kind of looked at him, and I'm like, yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, the weather was fantastic. The ski conditions were great in Jasper when you guys were there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Was wonderful. Yeah. Sunshine, beautiful. Awesome. So uh, Matt was snowboarding for the first time in eight years, a little bit sore, to put it mildly. So we're talking about sore stories. And Brandon, you got one for us? I think I was uh, in high school and I was uh, working at a Smitty's. I was a waiter there. Mm-hmm. And I was also on the football team in high school and learning how to work out properly. And me and some guys I was on the team with, we had a big leg day. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next morning I woke up, I had to go to Smitty's for uh, my breakfast shift. Yeah. And I was so sore that I was limping around, basically. My one leg was all cramped up, and I walked with a really terrible limp. And uh, it caught the attention of one of my tables, and an older gentleman pulled me aside and, and pressed a $5 bill into my hand <laughs> and uh, and proceeded to tell me how he was so proud of me. Uh, <laughs> We're working a job where I'm on my feet all day, walking around, and I have this limp for whatever reason. He doesn't know the backstory. And so I'm embarrassed, and I don't really have the, you know, the heart to tell him out because I want the $5. Yeah, yeah most importantly. And so my shift ends, and one of the other more senior waitresses asked me uh, what was going on, and I, I told her the story, and she said, oh, well, you know that that's, I can't remember his name, but that's a regular customer of ours. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> and so for the next six months or however long I worked there, whenever this gentleman came in, I had to turn on this fake limp <laughs> and limp around even though I wasn't sore so that I didn't feel like a schmuck for accepting this. But I was young and embarrassed. And I didn't really know what to say. He kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. But uh, I still get a lot of uh, a lot of teasing from the family for doing this when I was younger. You literally wrote uh, like thirty minutes for Seinfeld there. Like that would be a <laughs> yeah. Seinfeld episode. A total Costanza moment. How far have you ever gone because you forgot something? I doubt you're going to top the story we've got coming up. You won't believe it. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.